Welcome to episode 186 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, author of What, When, Why, Lose Weight and Feel Great with Paleo-Style Meals, Intermittent Fasting, and Wine. And I'm here with my co-host, Jen Stevens, author of Delay, Don't Deny, Living an Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and jenstevens.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice or treatment. So, pour yourself a cup of black coffee, a mug of tea, or even a glass of wine, <laughs> if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi friends, I'm about to tell you how to get three pounds of organic chicken thighs, two pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef, or one pound of premium grass-fed, grass-finished steak tips, all for free, plus $20 off. That's right, we're talking pounds of meat, for free, plus $20 off. Friends, I love meat and seafood. My favorite way to get it is ButcherBox. It has been for years, and it's one of those things where I just sort of become more and more obsessed the more I use it. Especially with all the greenwashing that's going on today with meat and seafood, there's a lack of transparency, it can be hard to know what you're actually getting, and it can be expensive. ButcherBox addresses all of that. By directly partnering with farmers and fishermen, ButcherBox cuts out the middleman of the grocery store and directly delivers delicious meat and seafood straight to your door. And they have the highest standards. Their salmon, for example, is wild caught. Their beef is 100% grass fed and 100% grass finished. Their chicken is free range and organic, and it all tastes delicious. I love their chicken, love their meat, love their seafood. They have amazing scallops as well. And you can really find the collection of food that you want that works for you and your family. They have curated boxes, so you can get exactly what you want as fresh as possible because yes, meat and seafood that is immediately frozen is fresher than meat that is waiting out and never frozen. That's because it's frozen at its peak of freshness. It's funny because people kind of think it would be the opposite. Like, oh, I need never frozen meat and seafood. No, 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 no. You want frozen. You want meat and seafood that was immediately frozen and then shipped to you, which is what ButcherBox does. I eat a lot of steak at restaurants. ButcherBox's fillets are divine, way better than anything I would get at a restaurant. Their other cuts are amazing as well. With their seafood, I know I can trust them that I'm actually getting what they say because yes, there is a lot of scams in the seafood industry and their chicken also tastes amazing. It's free range and organic and tastes delicious. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner and ButcherBox has an incredible offer for our audience. You can have your choice of a weeknight meal essential for free in every order for a whole year. Just go to butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast and use ifpodcast to choose either three pounds of organic chicken thighs, two pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef, or one pound of grass-fed, grass-finished premium steak tips plus $20 off. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast and use code ifpodcast to choose your free offer and get that $20 off. Butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast with code ifpodcast. And we'll put all this information in the show notes. 
One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean, and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 186 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I'm here with Jen Stevens. Hi, everybody. How are you today, Jen? I am fabulous. Why are you fabulous? (laughs) I'm just really enjoying the new group that I have set up that I talked about last week, you know, for the new podcast that's coming. We're going to be recording our first episode this week. The name of the group, for anyone who hinted at it last week, but I didn't say the name, the name of the group is Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. Sherry has one R, Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. Join our community. It is not an intermittent fasting group. We will not answer your intermittent fasting questions. (laughs) Even if you try to ask them, we will direct you to one of the other groups. But 
it is really like, you know, such a small part of my life really is intermittent fasting. You know, I have my daily eating window, and then there's the whole rest of my life. So everything else that doesn't fit in the intermittent fasting box fits into this group, and and people are loving it. We're right at 5,000 members. People are sharing so many inspirational things, life hacks, laundry hacks, inspirational stories, funny photos. I mean, it's like we just didn't realize what we were missing. I'm going to join. Join it. It is so much fun. And I dare you to try to ask an intermittent fasting question. I think I will. Well, we're not going to approve it. (laughs) We have post-approval on, and we have three rules. But rule number three is we do not answer intermittent fasting questions. Please ask that in one of Jen's other groups, because we would be delighted to answer them there, obviously. We don't mind answering intermittent fasting questions all day long, but not in the new group. That's really exciting. I am totally joining. Well, please join. It's just such a breath of fresh air. It's just, you know, I love it. I'm loving it. And, you know, my work is intermittent fasting, but I'm not only intermittent fasting. So that's, you know, it lets me be myself in other ways. Like I shared a laundry hack the other day and I shared, you know, like just all sorts of things. Anyway, join us. For listeners, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. The show notes will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 186, which they also have transcripts now. Very exciting. I'm going to say that every time. I have something fun. Oh, good. Yay. Well, you actually already know this, but okay. (laughs) I'll pretend like I don't. I'm going to pretend to be surprised. All right, go ahead. I am on the CGM train. Oh, yay. I already knew that. (laughs) You know what's really funny about the CGM train? That's continuous glucose monitor for anyone who is not understanding the code, but most people probably did, but just in case. That's funny. Yeah, I did put up an Instagram post about it, and it just said CGM, and somebody was like, what's a CGM? And I was like, oh, I guess I should clarify. Computer-generated Melanie? Yep, basically. What's funny, interesting, is I'm like poking and pricking myself with things all the time as a biohacker, of course, nothing nothing illicit, but, <laughs> you know, like injecting glutathione and checking my blood and like, I have no problem doing that, but I was really scared to do it. It's just the unknown. It looks intimidating. <laughs> like the device, so for listeners, because so what it is, a continuous glucose monitor, Full disclosure, I am going to be testing two different brands and see which I like better. And then you're going to tell me and I'm going to get one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, and I'm going to bring them on. I'll have some episodes. I'm actually deciding I might bring both companies on the show. I think I'm probably going to interview both of them. And if there's valuable information in both, I might air both of them, but I probably will in the end have one that I prefer, obviously. I'm still thinking about navigating those waters, but in any case. I feel like that would be valuable to them, though, even if you decide not to go with theirs as the one you're endorsing, there will still be people that do go with theirs. You know, they could have, they could reach some people or nobody. I mean, (laughs) I feel really weird about it. Just be real upfront with them and just say, here's what I'm doing. I told both of them because the situation was one of them reached out to me. I don't actually, I don't remember how the first one, I think the first company contacted me. So I like set them up. I was going to do an interview. I am doing the interview. But then Paul Saladino, who I had on the show, he introduced me to another company and he was like, just give them a try. And I was like, well, I'm already working with another company. And they're like, well, you know, just try it out. (laughs) You can compare them, see how it goes. So for listeners, I think it's probably the best of both worlds because I will have experience with both. But 
Yeah, I was intimidated because the way you put it on the applicator. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Is it like the little plunger kind of a thing? Yeah. The one I, I used for the predict study was like that. What brand was the one for the predict study? The one for the predict study was Freestyle Libre. Okay, that's what I use. Because I'm right now I'm testing levels and they use Freestyle li- Libre. And the other company I'm going to be testing is Nutrisense. And I, I think they also use Freestyle Libre. But yeah, the way you put it on for listeners, if you're curious, it, it is like Jen just said, it's like a plunger with a really intimidating looking needle in it. And then it just feels like someone tapped you on the arm. It's, it doesn't hurt at all. And the little needly thing is so tiny. You don't feel it. When I took it off, then I was like, man, that's so little. Well, it was longer than I was expecting it to be, but it's it's not thick. It's a really, it's. How do you take it off? I haven't gotten to that point yet. Do you just rip it off? Yeah, you do. Did you put a like an adhesive patch over it too? Yes, I put a Levels cover over it right now. Branded. <laughs> Did you? They sent like a little, like a big band aid, kind of a patch, and but I don't like having things stuck to me, so that's part of the problem. Like I didn't like all the adhesive that it left on my arm. I might have talked about this before, but I like to, yeah, we have talked about this before. I like to remove decision fatigue by what I wear every day. So I basically have three, I think I've talked about this before, three like bathing suit cover-ups made of terry cloth, but they look like dresses. They are dresses sort of. I wear, I basically wear them every single day. I just rotate them out. They're black with a white insignia. And this patch is black with a white icon. So it matches. But that's what you wear around the house. You don't wear that if you're going out, right? Oh, no. I wear it out. You do? Your bathing suit cover-up? Yeah. It looks like a dress, though. Is it strapless? No, it's a halter. You can look on my Instagram. Okay. (laughs) But you don't wear it in the winter. I do. Do you, like, wear a sweater over it? Yeah. Like a jacket. I like cold. (laughs) That's true. You do. Trying to wrap my head around, like... You're like Steve Jobs with his, you know, one outfit. I really am. Not me. I got lots of things. I know. When it gets really cold, I transition to like five of the same shirts, but they're still short sleeves. Oh my gosh. No. (laughs) I can't wear long sleeves. I can't. Like I can't. I'm getting anxiety thinking about it. What's on your feet? During the winter? Well, during the summer and then during the winter. I'm very curious about your shoes. For as long as I can, I wear flip-flops. Yeah, me too. And then during the winter, I forgot what they're called. That's how much I don't like wearing them. Tennis shoes. Oh, see, I can't wear tennis shoes. Cannot. My feet are crazy. My heels are very, very narrow. It's almost like my feet are triangular. They're wide at the balls of my feet, very narrow heels. So nothing really fits well around my heel. Like tennis shoes do not fit me right. They always ride up and down, and I hate to wear socks. So if Uggs ever go out of style, because I wear Uggs when it's cold, I have some little moccasins that I wear, but I don't like to wear socks. But if Uggs ever go out of style, I'll be the crazy old lady still wearing them, and I don't care. Because you don't have to wear socks. They're so cozy and comfy. I love them. Might get some Uggs. I'm getting inspired. I just really like how cozy and comfy they are. I'm really upset, though, so far with what I've learned from my CGM. What is that? So a CGM, basically, rather than having to prick your finger to evaluate your blood sugar levels, it constantly monitors them. I'm really excited to do the interview because I don't think it's actually measuring your blood. It's like intercytal fluid. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. I mean, I'm going out of my brain. Yeah. When I interview them, I'm going to be like, tell me all this, the details and the science. But it's really cool because you get a picture of your blood and the blood sugar levels constantly. And 
Isn't it interesting how it varies, though? Like so much variation, even during the fast, to the point that people who are like, I'm so upset. I went and got my fasting blood glucose and it was XYZ. I'm like, well, if you had been there 10 minutes ago, it would have been something different. If you've been there one minute ago. It's true. It varies like crazy. It shocked me. Yeah. Actually, that's, that is a really good point about the blood sugar test at the, the doctor's office. It got you somewhere on the curve. And so you might have been at the low of your curve or the high of your curve, but you don't know. And so to freak out, it's just, or you could be even like if it got you on the low of the curve, you might be like, oh, look, I'm fine, when really you're not. I mean, it could give you the complete wrong picture, which is what I'm like, why? Why are we? Anyway. Yeah, 100%. And what I've learned so far, which is a little bit upsetting to me, you know how I've been talking about how I, like I was doing low carb for a long time. And every time I tried to bring back fruit and carbs, I didn't feel like metabolically flexible with it. Like I was really hungry. And so that said, I was like, I mean, honestly, like white knuckling and powering through, like I'd been eating lots, like a higher carb, lower fat diet for a while, but I just felt like it wasn't really working. I was getting blood sugar swings. And when I first put on the CGM, yeah, it didn't look good. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, this is upsetting. I was like, I'm going to go back to low carb and see what happens. And I did. And that is like fixing it, which is upsetting because I (laughs) want to get back to higher carb again. Well, I really would like to encourage you to try. I mean, what I learned from mine, my blood sugar control is great when I combine carbs and fat. I know that you, you like to do one or the other, but have you tried it with the CGM one? Not with the CGM, but every time I've tried that, like with my diet, I feel awful. Really? See, that's how I feel great. Like I feel like not functional. <laughs> All right. I need I need the fat and the carbs together. Gives me that nice little gentle curve, the up and the down. It doesn't go, you know. I did get excited by one thing though, which I mean, it's not really a good thing, but I'd always suspected it and this confirmed it. So it's good to know it's not all in my head. I always felt like I would get severely reactive hypoglycemia after meals. Like my blood sugar plummets. Yeah, mine did not. As long as I <laughs> stuck with the the carbs and the and the fat. Yeah, I will give it a a thought. I think what I'm going to do is since I have so much testing I have to do because I got to test them and then I got to test the other company. I'm going to write out this low carb for a little bit and then try to bring back the fruit again and see what happens. So it's very interesting though. So listeners, the point is stay tuned because I will have more information and I will have probably, or I will have like a discount or an offer or something. So stay tuned for that. Now, see, here's something interesting. I know that fruit in isolation doesn't work well for me. Like I already know that. Like I need, like fruit itself, I think does give me an issue. Like, but I don't eat fruit by itself. Like I never do. I just never have. But when I do... Like if I just open my window with some pineapple, like, you know, you said you used to do. Well, I close it. And I think it, in the past it would mitigate. Well, the order does matter. Yeah. Because in the Ray Pete world, they always suggest combining fruit with protein because it mitigates the, that actually what I just talked about, that potential reactive hypoglycemia from processing protein without carbs. Sorry, I, inter- I interrupted. Oh, no, no, that's fine. No, but the same thing. Just, just that the fruit, fruit by itself doesn't work well for me either. Even like apples with peanut butter, you would think the peanut butter might give you enough to balance it. It just doesn't. Fruit fruit is not my my best food. It used to be my best food. And we're going to get back there. <laughs> Goals. My best food is cheese and beans and dairy and grains. Oh, it really is. I like 
for real. Yeah. Good times. It's fascinating. I mean, do people need to have this? No, but it's fascinating to have. It's fun to see, but empowering more than anything to realize that you really are a special snowflake. Every one of us is different. And this can help us. Like if we can see the trends, it could keep us from going down the road of, you know, pre-diabetes, diabetes, and the, the worsening health benefits. Like I would think that every insurance company would want to get these machines into everybody's hands that would be willing to have one. Like every insurance company should say, these are for free for anybody who's willing to really dial in your health, not as a toy, but as a very powerful tool. But as I was saying, do you need one? Well, it really just confirmed what you kind of already suspected, right? Something that you just, you said at the beginning, it really is powerful to see how much it fluctuates. I do wonder though, if some people, if it, if theirs is more like flatline, but like, I'm just looking at mine right now. Like I just scanned it and like since noon, so like in the past two hours, like right now it says that it's 90, which is higher than I would like. But since noon, it's, I think the lowest was like 70 and it's like fluctuating between that. Like, so it's really, really interesting to see how unique you are and how you shouldn't focus on any one number. I wonder if this is accurate too, because mine says at night, it might, I drop into the forties. Oh, so mine did not drop that low. No, that's interesting. You like hibernated at night. <laughs> it's like red on the graph. Mine very rarely dipped into the red. It did a couple times, but not not very often. For clarification, so because we said that Jen and I both had the Freestyle Libre, because it's a medical device that requires a prescription, but there are companies, so when I was saying levels and NutriSense, there are companies that are making it available to the general public. They give you the prescription. They do the medical, yeah. So I'm testing their apps too, because then they have an app that kind of like interprets it. So like with levels right now, it says that, like my metabolic score is like 90%, which is exciting. When I first started and I was on the fruit, it was 53. And then I switched to keto and now I'm at 90. <laughs> so see, it really does help you figure out what foods work best for your body. Exactly. I think I'm going to use it to, because I just want to be eating a higher carb diet. So I think I'm going to be like really careful and like see, you know, what I can do and keep it on point. I don't know. Paul Saladino though talked about on his episode with NutriSense about his CGM. And apparently it was like ridiculously flatline. I do wonder if carnivore people, if some of them have that or anybody really. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know that flatline is necessarily what we want either. During the fast though, maybe. I don't, like completely flatline? Because if you're like really ketogenic, you know? Well, it just shows your body's dumping out some of that glycogen that it had hanging around. You know, that's when you go up. Like, so a person, like, on a ketogenic diet who's, like... Wouldn't be having that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder. But, I mean, I, I know that. But the thing that worries me, Melanie, about this is assuming that that is what someone should be trying to get. That's that's the, the question. Someone may tweak their diet to flatline when really that's not the ideal state, which, you know... This is helpful. I'm going to... These are good questions for me to talk about on the interview. Thank you. And even so, you know, someone might say, yes, you want to be flatlined, but that doesn't mean it's true. People say a lot of stuff. Because that's one of the things that I really want to talk to them about. Because people often say that you want to mitigate. I think I talked about this before on this show. People say you want to mitigate a high blood sugar after a carb meal. You should have like a food combination so that it's a slow rise in blood sugar. But 
I actually feel like maybe it's better to have a spike and then it goes down. Like it's like processing those carbs rather than. Well, I know I feel better when it's slow. When I was eating their muffins that they had me eat for the study, it was more like the ones that that were like didn't have the fat. Like there were one kind of muffins were higher fat than the other kind. And I did better on the higher fat muffins, I think. I'm really excited to get my results back. When do you get the results? Whenever they send them. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm still waiting on results from, I did a gut microbiome test recently. And I still have not received those. Yeah, this, the predict study also had that. So they, they did my gut. What company? I mean, it's them, Predict. Predict does it. They do it. You send it to them. There's like a guy, his name's on the label that you send it to. And it's really funny. In the, the moderator group, there were three of us going through it at the same time. And we were joking about that poor guy <laughs> that, that got all of our samples. Yeah, his name was on the address labels. So we're like, yeah, I can't remember Phil. Pretend like his name's Phil. That's not it. But it's like, oh, hello, Phil. Sending you our samples. <laughs> <laughs> but we all sent them to the same guy. They all had the same guy on the label. I always feel weird dropping off those samples in the mail because I've sent so many of them. Yeah. And I was standing in the post office mailing them and I had my CGM on and this guy behind me was, I might've told the story already. He's like, what's on your arm? I'm like, hello, ask me anything. I mean, <laughs> my friend told me I looked like an Android. I told you computer generated Melanie. I know. Anyway, good times. It's it's fascinating to have all of this science as we're trying to understand it and optimize it and figure this out. But again, everything I've found out really has validated what I already knew, which is why I'm saying if you feel really strongly about something and the way you feel and the way you think something works for you, you're probably right. I had zero surprises. Because even with mine, it pretty much showed things I was... You were thinking that wasn't fruit wasn't working for you. And you're like, yep, there it is. Wow, it's worse than I thought. Yeah, hypoglycemia after meals, which I still get even with the keto. So I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> My body just doesn't like food. I did not. I don't have that. I really think a lot of it is our gut microbiome. I think so. Heal your gut, fix it all. So I'm like so like terrified I'm going to do something that'll mess up the good thing I got going on. I never want to do that. Well, actually, so one of the most fascinating things that I've read recently, I think I told you I'm going to interview Joel Green. He's the one I keep talking about that has like the crazy like things I've that are just blowing my mind, like things I've never heard before about all this. Well, that must be crazy if it's blowing your mind and you've never heard them. It is. It's things I've never heard. Like what? He's the one about like saying how fat loss creates injury to the fat cells and changes the extracellular matrix. So it's like literally injuring your fat cell and the way that the injury is usually repaired is by regaining the weight. Like that's the reason our bodies try to regain weight. And then things like how long-term ketogenic diets are probably might promote cancer because of the 4-H-N-E something, something. Like there's like all this stuff that's just blowing my mind. And one of the things he talked about though is bacteria guilds. And he was saying how like there are a lot of species of bacteria, but there are guilds that they're in. And so there's a certain type of bacteria that... Like a club, a bacteria club? Basically, basically, yeah. So it's like a bacteria club, but there are different types of bacteria within the clubs, but there are three main clubs. There's like the carb club, the fat club, and the protein club. And it all relates to 
this is going way in the weeds, nitrogen generation internal or external. And so basically a high protein diet versus a high fat diet versus a high carb diet and how that determines the bacteria guild you have and how that determines like so many things. And it's mind blowing. So listeners, when I interview him, get excited. Today's episode is sponsored by Audible. Audible is excited to offer members a new way to explore their interests with the new Plus Catalog. This holiday season will certainly be more special than last. It's finally time to gather together and exchange thoughtful gifts with the people you care about. In the midst of all the holiday excitement, think about giving yourself the gift of an Audible membership. Now is the absolute best time to do it with a special offer of 60% off your first three months. With Audible, you can listen to more of whatever you're into because Audible has it all. An unbeatable selection of audiobooks, tons of binge-worthy podcasts, and exclusive originals, all available to download or stream. Here's what you get. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month, like the latest bestseller or hottest new release, yours to keep forever. You can listen to Melanie's book, What When Wine, or either of my books, Delayed on Deny or Fast Feast Repeat. And coming January 4th, you can listen to Cleanish. Here's the best part. You also get full access to Audible's streaming library, the Plus Catalog. Discover your next podcast obsession, check that audiobook off your bucket list, or get lost in a world of original content from celebrity creators, best-selling authors, and leading experts. The kind of stuff you can't hear anywhere else. Stream all you want, as much as you want. No matter where you're going or what you're doing this holiday season, you'll always have just the right thing to listen to at your fingertips. Now that I'm doing a lot of driving to the beach and back, Audible is the perfect companion for each trip. There's so much to choose from that I will never be done finding great options. Right now, for a limited time, save 60% on your first three months of Audible. That's only $5.95 a month. Give yourself the gift of listening. For more, go to audible.com slash ifpodcast. That's audible.com slash ifpodcast. Or you can text ifpodcast to 500-500 for 60% off your first three months. That's definitely a gift you'll love to give yourself. And now, back to the show. So fascinating. We're learning so much. That's the thing, you know, remain curious because we're learning a lot and Sometimes the new things make us realize the old things were really kind of dumb to even believe. <laughs> like the people who are still like, it's just calories in, calories out. I'm like, okay, bless your heart. He has so much on that about how the gut microbiome affects calories. It's crazy. But people will like still claim that's true. It's all just calories in, calories out. And I'm like, all right, you must not have ever read anything. It is literally technically calories in, calories out. But there's so many factors affecting that. It's not the calories you put in your mouth. Right. And the calories out is the part you can't control. That's the big variable. You know, like people will say, my, you know, RMR or whatever, resting metabolic rate is this. And I'm like, okay, I don't think so. Yeah. And even calories in, you can't control because what he talks about, the gut bacteria, a certain food might lead to more energy creation from your gut bacteria. So in the... Grand scheme of is it calories in, calories out, I guess technically, but it's not what you think it is. It's not what it says on the back of the package or on your, you know, on this Google 
search that tells you what your metabolism should be. And I also am pretty sure your metabolic rate looks a lot like that CGM blood glucose curve, you know, depending on what you're doing right at that minute. It's not static. I think it was his book. He talks about that. He was saying that metabolism, I don't know if it was him. Something I was reading recently was talking about metabolism and saying that it's not one number. There's not a rate. It's not a thing. Like, it's just not. <laughs> like, you're burning certain calories or you're not. <laughs> Every time someone says, all you have to do is calculate your metabolic rate and then eat 500 calories fewer per day. And like, okay, yeah, that sounds so good, but that's not really how our bodies work. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for all of these conversations. Are we ready to get to our questions? I think so. All right. We've got one from Samantha. And she says, hey there, Melanie and Jen. I'm three weeks into IF down about five-ish pounds, but mostly just feeling great. I'm loving your podcast. I've downloaded yours and Jen's second books and trying to catch up ASAP. I'm listening to your Weird IF Problems episode. So great. That was a long time ago, Melanie. Was Was that number 100? Or no, that was Ask Me Anything. That was a while ago. We should do something fun like that again. That would be fun. All right. People around me think I'm crazy while I giggle to myself. Hey, there's another weird problem. I want to order wearable weights, but I don't see them on the Stuff We Like page. Can you steer me in the right direction, please? I'm curious what an appropriate weight is. I want to get bonus exercise from walking my dog, but don't want to end up with leg cramps. I was thinking four pounds. Where did you start and what do you wear? I am 37 on my way from 160 to 140 or lower. Thanks, Sam. All right, Sam. Thank you for your question. Yes. So that's one of the strange things I do where I wear like wrist weights all the time, all the time at the grocery store while cleaning four pounds. If you mean four pounds total, that might be a good place to start. But normally I just wear There's like wearable wrist weights you can get that are usually like a pound or two pounds. And that's what I would get. And they have them on Amazon. We can add it to the stuff we like, or they usually have them at Marshall's, Ross, TJ Maxx, that's where I always get them. So go there. And I think I mentioned this before, but if you, another way that literally started toning my arms a lot was if you make all of your bowls like cast iron. (laughs) I'm not even kidding, especially because then you have to wash it. Like me scraping it out, especially if I cook eggs in it the next morning takes me like 10 minutes. And I think it's a really good toning workout for my arms. I'm doing lots of toning then because my dishwasher is broken. Oh, see? And I was so glad, Melanie, that my dishwasher broke. And it's all very bittersweet because I hate this dishwasher that this house came with. Oh, so you're going to get a new one? Yeah. It was like a KitchenAid from, I don't know, over 10 years ago. So it's a really, it was a nice one when they bought it. (laughs) Really, really nice. But dishwashers really have come a long way. It might even be 20 years old. I don't know when they remodeled that kitchen, but it was old. But you couldn't like adjust the the top higher or lower, you know, the top rack. It was like fixed. So nothing fit. Like wine glasses don't fit anywhere. Crazy. I don't know. You could normally adjust the rack. I don't know if you can. I'm in an apartment though. Okay. Well, I don't know if that matters. Yeah. But here's something so interesting. I went to go order a new one. And I had to wait like a month before they could deliver it and install it. Oh, really? Yes. I'm like, I feel like this should be an emergency. And like people with a dishwasher should go to the top of the list. But they just looked at me. I didn't really say that. 
You ordered it from like the company? We got it from Best Buy. Oh, okay. Do they install it? How does that work? I've never ordered a dishwasher. We're paying $150 to have it delivered and installed. Like they would deliver it for free if we could install it. But I'm like, no, we cannot install it. (laughs) That's a no. (laughs) I can install like a a blender. (laughs) We're we're good at many things, but not installing dishwashers. Now somebody will probably write in and say how easy it is. It probably is. We could probably learn how. We're definitely going to get feedback about this. I would like to not have to know how. (laughs) So... I feel like that would lead to a lot of stress on our marriage, trying to together install dishwashers. This They're going to bring it, but they can't bring it till the end of October. So I am washing all the dishes and also getting very creative and doing more cooking in the oven. Like last night, I did all of it on a sheet pan with tin foil or like aluminum foil. Nice. That was easy to clean. I still had to wash the plates. I always use a like a confection oven. Right. So easy. Our wall oven is a convection oven. And an instant pot. Yeah, I hadn't gotten on the instant pot bandwagon yet. It's fun. I think I'm going to make cottage cheese in it. I am so excited. Oh, I do love cottage cheese. You're going to make cottage cheese? I am. And you're going to eat dairy? I've been eating some cottage cheese. I didn't know that. But I rinse it. (laughs) Do we talk about this? No. You should strain it and send me the, the, like, I would probably drink cottage cheese juice, whatever that is, the liquid. You you take the rest. Um, Well, that's why I realized I could start making my own and then I wouldn't have to rinse it. Why do you rinse it? Because they add back in the cream and I wanted to make it fat-free. Oh. So if I just make it from skim milk. When they make cottage cheese, I realized all the ones you buy at the store, they make the cottage cheese, but then they add back in cream. Oh, I didn't know that. And I don't want that cream. So you can rinse off that cream. Or you can make some in the Instant Pot. Well, now I'm craving cottage cheese. (laughs) Fun fact. Did you know that your house contains a Faraday cage? No. Is it in your microwave? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I did know that. So friends, listeners, if you ever want to like completely stop all communication with your phone, like airplane mode to the extreme, put it in the microwave. And don't turn it on. Don't turn it on. Oh, gosh. No, really. I I have personal experience about that. You turned on the microwave? Oh, no, I didn't. No. (laughs) One of my children did. Put their phone in the microwave? Yeah, they thought it would be a hilarious video. What happened? It made the phones completely stop working. They did not confess it to me till years later. Okay, so first of all, I need to disclaimer this story because I actually feel like I should contact the Apple store and pay them back. But this was when one of my children was in middle school, so it was so long ago, okay, because they're now grown-ups. And I didn't know the truth for years, and now I feel like the statute of limitations. But he was like, my phone stopped working. It won't work at all. And I'm like, well, that's not good. He's like, it won't turn on. Nothing will, will happen. So he went to the Apple store. You know they test to make sure it didn't drop in water? Well, well, it didn't drop in water. Wait, how old? How old was your son? I mean, maybe sixth grade. I mean, it was a long time ago. A long time ago. And they're like, we don't know what happened. Here's the new phone. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Y'all are awesome. And then years later, he's like, yeah, I put it in the microwave. And I'm like, what? We stole a phone from the Apple store. Because I like, you know, would never, would never like mislead them on purpose. I would be like, he put it in the microwave. You know, I always tell the truth. It didn't explode? Nope. Just stopped working. It bricked it. So Apple Store, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Now I feel like I should go there and like pay them back for this old iPhone from 
a long time ago. Anyway, never do that. Fun facts with Melanie and Jen. Basically, Faraday cage blocks like all, all everything electricity wise. Now I feel like I shouldn't tell that story because I'm like embarrassed because <laughs> I'm such an honest person. You didn't know. I didn't know. And it was years later that he told me. I feel like I've probably done something like that. Nothing's coming to mind right now, but. Like, I should march him in there right now and say, this young man right here owes you for an iPhone. I won't say which child it was that did it. So I'll protect his anonymity. I bet I know which one. You probably do. I don't know. You could be wrong. Really? Actually, wait. Now I'm thinking. Now I might not know. One of them would have known better. Let me just put it that way. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Then I know which one. (laughs) All right. So our next question comes from Josephine. The subject is frustrating plateau help plus feels. And Josephine says, hi, Jen and Melanie. I am now on month four of IF with a protocol of 18.6 or 19.5, depending on the day. I lost weight in month two and then have completely stalled. The weird thing is I haven't changed a thing. If anything, my stomach has shrunk to where I can't eat the quantities I ate before in my eating window. Additionally, I added a few weeks of extra cardio towards the end of my fasting window, but still my body looks exactly the same. The same fat pockets on my upper thighs and belly remain. I'm sleeping really well, so I know it's not cortisol. I am no more stressed than I have ever been. I am not eating fattier or more carb-heavy foods, nor more caloric foods. I am so perplexed. I really, really, really do not want to do ADF. It just sounds miserable to go an entire day without food. Is that really the only way to break through this plateau? Do you and Melanie have any other suggestions for me to tweak my protocol? I just want to lose those last five to seven stubborn fat pockets. It feels like my body wants to hold onto them for dear life. And then she has another question, but we can go ahead and answer that. You know, this is one of those things. It's hard to know exactly, but five to seven pounds is is what Josephine wants to lose. The last five to seven pounds. So also, we have got genetically different bodies. You know, I've got a certain kind of thighs. So does my mother. We are built a certain way. I would not lose certain parts of my body no matter how hard I tried because it's how my body is built. I've just got those kind of hips, those kind of thighs. It's, I guess, you know, the stubborn fat, but it's genetic. So I wonder if if Josephine is fighting against, you know, just genetic fat, that that's just how she's built, that's her size, she might be at her perfect weight, that her body thinks is her perfect weight. See, that's the trick right there. You may think your perfect weight is different than your body thinks your perfect weight is, and it's really, really hard to change your genetic perfect weight. So, you know, when we're dealing with five to seven pounds, that's just something to keep in mind. We are all built differently. I am never going to be, like, I remember one time back in the 90s or something, I was like, said, I just want to be lanky. And my husband said, you're not going to be lanky. That's not how you're built. And I got super offended. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I'm never going to be lanky. That's not my body type. So, you know, if it feels like your body wants to hold on to that for dear life, that might be really what's happening. Now, are there ways to lose more weight, assuming that this is not where your body wants to be, and you can lose, you know, five to seven more pounds of fat? It doesn't have to be ADF. You don't have to go an entire day without food, even if you do ADF. You could do the down day version with the 500 calorie meal if that works for you. 
Or you could say, nope, I'm not going to do ADF at all. I have a hybrid approach. I have several different approaches listed in Fast Feast Repeat. So check out the IF Toolbox chapter for that. But you could also tweak your food choices. Now, you said you're not eating fattier or more carb-heavy foods or more caloric foods. You're eating foods that are helping you maintain right where you are. So in order to lose more, you're going to need to change something. You know, change what you're eating, tweak it in some way or another. The feast section of Fast Feast Repeat can help you figure that out, some things that you might want to tweak. You know, Melanie is is finding that for her, really a lower-carb, higher-fat approach is working really well for her body right now. So she's also experimented with the lower-fat approach. So try some different things. You know, those last five to seven pounds can be the most stubborn for all of us. And really, this may be also the time to throw the scale away and focus on body changes. Photos, huge. You know, I, I mentioned, Melanie, that that I've been using my Shapa scale, the, the numberless scale, and I've been on teal after giving up wine and, and not drinking, except on a few special occasions. I've been on teal, which indicates very slow and steady weight loss. But I have a pair of honesty pants. I took my photos in them in May. And then I just took photos wearing the same pants the other day. And I have completely lost some love handles that had popped up at some point. The photos showed such a difference. I didn't even realize I had those love handles, honestly. But, you know, I've been going through menopause. I'd been drinking a lot more wine. My body had changed, and now it's changing back. You know, I haven't gotten on the scale, but other than my, my numberless scale, I haven't seen a number. So I, I really am curious you know, what the, the weight fluctuation was for me. But the only thing I've changed is taking out wine. And boy, my body has changed from those photos. I forgot. Does the shape of scale ever show you a weight? Ever? Oh, I could touch a certain place and it would show it to me. I could touch it. And every, every now and then I look at that and I'm like, tempted. Can you make it so that it doesn't ever show you as well? Like, can you make it colors from the start? Or does it give you a weight at the beginning? Oh, I've never seen a weight. I haven't seen a weight the whole time. Yes. Now, if you set it to sync to Apple Health or something, if you set it to sync, you're going to see your weight. So don't set it to sync with other apps if you don't want to see your weight. I just wanted to see the color. You know, like yesterday I had a longer window. And back in the days that I was weighing and seeing a number, I mean, I haven't seen a number since 2017. Literally, I have not seen a weight number since 2017. What do you do at the doctor? I don't look at a number. I don't want to see a number. I don't want you to tell me a number. I refuse to know a number. I just... I don't look either, but sometimes they tell me it. Well, they're not going to tell me if I sell, tell them not to, and I mean it. So <laughs> anyway, so I don't want to see a number. Yesterday, I had a longer eating window. And so this morning, if I were, were looking at numbers, even though I know that fluctuation is okay, this morning I was like, hmm, I wonder if my weight's higher today. But I didn't care because I got on the scale and there was my color. It just shows you your overall trend. So anyone who's interested, what's the maintenance color? Green. Green is the maintenance color. And, you know, some people. What's the gaining color? A lighter gray and then a darker gray. And, you know, I want to know if I'm ever gaining weight because apparently I did gain a little weight over maybe it was the pandemic. I don't know. I was 
drinking more. We were all stressed out. A lot of people gained weight early in the pandemic, even intermittent fasters who'd been maintaining for years. So how much of it was menopause? How much was pandemic? How much was the extra wine? Are they really all related? Probably. But, you know, I think if I'd have had it, I probably would have seen gray and it would have helped me realize, okay, I am gaining weight because even in your clothes, I mean, I was still wearing the same clothes. I didn't have to go up a clothing size. I was still able to button everything. At no time did I not fit in my clothes. But the way I looked in them, according to the photo, was different. If I hadn't had the photos, I wouldn't even realize. Take those photos. If you're interested in the Shapa scale, the website is myshapa.com, I think is the website. And the promo code is IFstories. You'll get a special deal. But man, I love it. I think it's really you know life-changing. And even people, if you get on it and you see gray... People are like, yeah, well, that upsets me. Well, but it's it's information. You know, if your pants are too tight, that's upsetting as well. But having the information while you can take action is the point of it. Exactly. All right. So what would you like to say to Josephine about what I said? So I really like everything you said. Just basically going to emphasize and re-say some of the things you said that a lot of our bodies, you know, will be at a point, like Jen said, where they are happy with where they're at. And if it is a matter of those last five or 10 pounds, I know she said five or seven, but, and I'm learning a lot about this reading that Joel Green book, there can be fat that is exactly like you said, stubborn. And if you want it gone, like because of your goals and aesthetically and for whatever reason, because that's everybody's own prerogative. I don't really have any comments. I don't think we should find worth in our body weight. And I don't think we should judge ourselves by that. But if you want, if that's like an important goal to you, I don't have any problem with that either. Unless it makes you miserable. I have a problem with that. But because she talks about fat pockets on her thighs and belly, I've got a fat pocket on my belly. And so I choose a bathing suit that goes up a little higher. And there's certain styles of bathing suits I'm not going to wear. I wear a more high-waisted bathing suit and tuck that stuff in and, <laughs> you know, and and feel great on the beach. And I'm not trying, to, you know, to have a body that my body is not going to want to maintain. I could do it. I could lose, but, but I don't want to live that way. And it would be really hard to maintain. So you want to pick a weight where you can feel beautiful or handsome, but also still enjoy your life. That's, that's what I think. 100%. I agree. I think out of all of it, like, and Jen said this and she said this, but she said she's not eating, you know, more carbs or more fat or more calories. But I talk about this all the time, but really paying attention to the macros is a thing. So like potentially trying low carb, high fat or high fat, low carb and making sure it actually really does fit those macros. So for high carb, low fat, I would suggest, and this sounds a little bit crazy, but like 10% or less calories from fat is usually what is, quote, prescribed for that. I did an interview with Cyrus and Robbie of Mastering Diabetes. I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Or if you're doing low-carb, high-fat, making sure it actually is low-carb, high-fat. That's usually, I mean, if you want to definitely be spot on, they say like 20 grams or less of carbs. Sometimes it's a little bit more. But you know, really zoning in and trying one of those approaches can do wonders. The biggest thing for me that I'm probably going to say every single time, maybe for the rest of my life, is looking at seed oils, polyunsaturated fats, PUFAs, omega-6s in particular. I did recently have Kate Shanahan 
on the Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast. That was last week, I think. The reception to that episode was insane. (laughs) Definitely listen to it. There's something to consider there about getting PUFAs out of your diet, because if you want to turn your fat cells into, and this is something that Joel Green talks about a lot, like your fat cells are not just fat cells. This was like really mind blowing for me. They're not just fat cells. They are a lot of things. They can store fat, but they also contain immune cells. They also contain stem cells that can either become immune cells or fat cells. They're not just there to store fat. They're there to store toxins and to protect us. That's why cleaning up your endocrine exposure through your skincare and makeup, things like that. Beauty counter is an example. It can be really, really important. When the fat cell no longer is functioning as like a fat cell, <laughs> if it's been damaged by like polyunsaturated fats or by weight loss or whatever it is, it can be really hard to lose it. It, it can literally become stubborn fat. And if you want to get it gone, it can be really, really hard when the signals in that fat cell are working against you because all of the signals in that fat cell are to keep it at its present state. And so this is also something where like topically addressing it can, especially if combined with fasting or one of the diets like a high carb, low fat or low carb, high fat combined with topical treatment, I think can be really helpful. So I don't know, because I haven't done it, but I talked about this before, but like Joel Green in his book talks about topical treatments that involve like menthol on the stubborn fat pockets. Caffeine is also a topical treatment you can use. I know there are a lot of creams out there, but I get really nervous about the creams because they usually have a lot of nasty compounds in them that you don't want in your body. I haven't seen a lot of research on this, but even like putting coffee on the areas, especially while you're fasting, red light therapy, we talk about juve a lot. There there are different theories behind how that works, but the thought is that the wavelengths actually break down that fat cell membrane and help the fatty acids leak out into the bloodstream. And this feels like a whole tangent rabbit hole, but it, it basically, if it is like stubborn fat where that fat cell has decided it's not releasing its fat for whatever reason, sometimes you gotta like help give it a signal to do so. That's why I think things like topical treatment, red light therapy combined with dietary changes might work. Like the fitness models and people who do this for like a living, like they're doing it for a living. (laughs) So like, you know, it's their job to fight this compared to like the everyday person where it's not always so easy. That's the whole dilemma, right? You know, because you said earlier, if you really, if that's your goal and you really want to work for that, of course, it's your right to do it. And we're not judging anybody who wants to, or if it's your job or if you're a model. And But it just makes me feel sad. And even a lot of the people that we see, the models, that's not really how they look because the the photos have been airbrushed, they've been doctored. They don't really look like that. So we're trying to look like somebody that that's not even how they look. And the people that are like the the competition figure people, they don't look like that every day. And then after, it's like usually because, you know, we've had Wade Lightheart on. He talks about that a lot. And Joel Green talks about the awful, like, weight cycling, like what that does to your body. It just makes me sad to think that we're trying to to get to these ideals that are not real. And and again, some of the people, like the, the you know, the Victoria's Secret models, they have a different genetic, you know, look than I do. There is not one single thing I could do to look like the Victoria's Secret angels. Like, nothing. It wouldn't happen. I couldn't. Like, you can't increase your height. I can't. Or my leg length, you know, or or get rid of my fat pockets, uh, you know, like, that's just the way I am, you know, anyway. 
so many, so many things we could talk about forever and ever, but. Hi friends. So I'm sort of haunted by clothes. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I love wearing all the new clothes all the time. And I know that that is not really sustainable and not good for the planet. That's why I am thrilled that there is now a way to get all of the clothes with none of the waste. And I'm going to tell you how you can get unlimited clothes with no waste for a month for free. That's right, I now have a website for both myself and you guys where you can get free unlimited clothes with free shipping, free exchanges, nonstop from all of the hottest brands, and it is so incredibly easy. It's called MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. We have so many incredible brands, including my favorites like BCBG, Calvin Klein, and so many more. Think like 100 brands. There are so many options. And the way it works is when you get a subscription, you search through the clothes, pick what you want. They send it to you with fast, easy shipping. You wear it as long as you want. And then when you're ready for more clothes, you just drop it off in their prepackaged envelope and get your next round. It is so incredibly cool. They have multiple plans. The starter plan gives you two pieces at a time. Friends, I actually have a little secret hacked. Don't tell them that I told you this. When you get your two pieces, you can actually immediately go into your account, click return, and they'll go ahead and send you the next two pieces. So technically you can have four pieces at a time. You also have a cool virtual closet that you can keep stocked with everything you eventually want to order so you never miss out. And if you really like something and want to keep it, you can opt to buy it at a massively discounted price. Friends, I'm obsessed. This is finally the answer to wearing all the clothes all the time with none of the waste. Oh, and of course, one of my major reservations was the cleaning compounds that they use on the clothes because yes, it is dry cleaning, which normally makes me nervous. And they don't say this on the website. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, what's going on with the cleaning? What do you guys use? Because I can't promote this if it's just normal dry cleaning. And thankfully, they let me know that they do not use any detergents, fabric softeners, or chemicals that are harsh. Everything is professionally dry cleaned or laundered with detergents that are free from dyes and scents. It's all gentle and it uses low temperature cycles. So yes, we are good on that front as well. It is the coolest thing ever. And you can try it free for a month. Yes, completely free. Just go to MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com to sign up. Free clothes for a month. After that, their plans are super affordable. We're talking honestly, an entire month is less than the cost of typically what would be the cost of one dress. And I am not kidding. That's right. Unlimited clothes for less than the cost of one outfit. I'm just so thrilled to bring this resource to you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So again, get free unlimited clothes for a month at MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. That's MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com for all of the clothes, none of the waste. And definitely share your pictures and tag me on Instagram because I want to see all the fabulous things that you guys are wearing. That's MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. All right. You want to get the rest of that question? Yes. Josephine has one more question. She says, also one last unrelated question. I bought Feels CBD oil, but I'm scared to take it during my fasting window since it has calories. Did I hear you wrong, Jen, when you said you don't mind taking it during your fasting window? Could you please explain why? Don't any calorie spike insulin. Thanks. And then she says, I hope you both remain healthy and well during this crazy time. First of all, let's let's get that one sentence, calories spiking insulin. Really? It's more complicated than the idea of calories. Some calories spike insulin more than other calories. Some would barely spike it, like an oil, for example. 
But that has another issue, not just, it's not all about insulin. We do want to avoid calories. We do want to avoid spiking insulin. Flavors and sweeteners are more likely to spike insulin higher than like if, like just a little MCT oil, for example. Neither would I recommend during the fast if you're hoping to fast clean. But now let's talk about the complexity that is medication or supplements that you need. So if you have an issue that feels CBD oil is going to help you with, anxiety, really terrible anxiety, problems, you know, pain. I'm trying to think of all the things that CBD oil can help with. Depression. If you had to choose between keeping your fast completely clean and dealing with a medical issue that is debilitating, then please take the the CBD oil, okay? It's it's not going to affect you so badly that you're not going to recover from it. Now, if you're just taking it just to see, you know, keep it in your eating window if you can, or if you're taking it for sleep purposes, that sort of thing. But if I needed feels, and the only time that I I could take it was during the fast because it was going to help me and I needed it therapeutically during the fast, I would not hesitate to take it. That being said, it absolutely does break my fast because I've experimented with it during the fast, and it made me hungry in a different kind of way, like... I had to open my window and I had to eat. So I can't take it during the fast. I have to take it during my eating window or close to bedtime. You'll just have to experiment and see. But if it's something you need and you need to take it during the fast and it doesn't make you want to gnaw your arm off like it made me so hungry, then it's fine. Yeah, I think that's great. So, okay. Well, don't think we have time for anything else, but this has been absolutely wonderful. A few final resources for listeners before we go. Again, the show notes will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 186. You can join our Facebook groups. Okay, wait, wait, Jen, so what's your Facebook group called again? It's called Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. G-I-N is Jen, Sherry, S-H-E-R-I. Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry answer the three questions. We are having so much fun reading the answers to the questions. People are you know, explaining why they're there. And it just, everyone's answers are so fitting in with our vision for this community. Oh, I'm excited to see what they are and to answer. Almost everybody in the, in the group came out of our other Facebook groups at this point, because we don't have the podcast yet. No one's listening to it because it doesn't exist yet. But Eventually, people, you know, will find it and get to the the Facebook group not having, you know, they won't be intermittent fasters. Right now, almost everybody is an intermittent faster. But just seeing how how our community is amazing already, just it's just amazing. Everyone is just very positive, and people are just incredible. The things that we we deal with in our daily lives, we're so much more than just our fasting protocol. It's nice to talk about something else is what I'm saying. It's so nice. We're talking about everything. Oh, you know how Seinfeld is was the show about nothing? I didn't know that. That's what they always said, the show about nothing. Well, we are the Facebook group about everything. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm really happy and excited for you because that sounds like the vibe I've been feeling in my Facebook group. It's just we talk about everything. I mean, we're not about health only. I mean, we will talk about that. Like our first podcast, we're going to talk about sleep our first episode, but we're going to talk about things like that, but also some more funny things. Like one of the topic ideas for a podcast is like famous sayings, the origin of sayings. Like, you know, we say them all the time, but where do they come from? What's the origin of that? Doesn't that sound interesting? Like we can really talk about whatever we want. I'm going to send you two mind-blowing articles I've read recently that are like this, that 
blew my mind. Awesome. But then we're also going to share the funniest wrong ones. Like what you've heard, like perhaps you're, you know, my my husband Chad has a say. I'll share this on the podcast, not today, but something he was saying that he thought was the same. But I'm like, what did you just say? But we all have had things like that where we thought it was one thing, but it was not. So we'll share some of those really funny misunderstood or missaid sayings. I've got to send you. Please do. It was just, I think it was mind-blowing facts about some words and phrases that would blow your mind. Oh my goodness. It blew my mind. We're going to be able to talk about anything we want, and it's going to be interesting, and sometimes it'll be serious, like how are we going to navigate the holidays with COVID? That's a serious topic or a fun topic. It's just really going to be anything that people want to hear. We're going to have different segments where listeners are going to share things. I'm so excited. It's so exciting. I will never stop intermittent fasting. And the two podcasts that I already have, I will never stop those because that's important to me. But it's nice to have something else to talk about. Yep. So listeners, definitely join that group. And you can also join my group as well, which is IF Biohackers, Intermittent Fasting Plus Real Foods Plus Life. It is more biohacking related, but you can also talk about anything you like there. (laughs) So you can follow us on Instagram. We are IF Podcast. You can follow me. I'm Melanie Avalon, where you can see a picture of my CGM, where I look like an Android. And you can follow Jen. She's Jen Stevens. I think that's everything. Yep. I enjoyed it. Anything from you, Jen, before we go? I think I said it all. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember that everything discussed on the show is not medical advice. We're not doctors. You can also check out our other podcasts, Intermittent Fasting Stories and the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Theme music was composed by Leland Cox. See you next week.